of the Chabati Podcast. And if you're watching this, you're invited to our live show on April 9th from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Again, it's April 9th from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Make sure you come out. We have free drinks. We have live performances. It's going to be a vibe. Come out. All you have to do is hit the link in our bio on our social media. That's Chabati Podcast on IG, Chabati Pod on Twitter, wherever you follow us at. Uh, the link will be in the description if you're watching this on YouTube. Man, listen, make sure you go get the tickets for the live show. It's going to be a great show, a great time. Masculine versus feminine, guys versus girls. Make sure you come out. The link will be available. And while you're on there, buy some merch. And if you're watching this, man, subscribe. What's wrong with you? Thank you. This is the Chabati Podcast. What's up, what's up? This is the Chabati Podcast where we get real, raw, authentic conversations. I am your host, T. And to the very far right of me, we got my brother, my dear brother, the honorable, the inconquerable, Roscoe. Tell him what's up, Scott. What up, what up, what up? And of course, on the ones and twos, we got the man, the myth, the legend, Demo. What's up, what's up, what's up? How y'all feeling? And today, we got a special guest, man. Definitely a friend to the room, frat to the room. Uh, a legend in the making, a legend himself, an entrepreneur, a businessman, a father. We got Eric. Tell him what's up, man. What up, y'all? How are y'all feeling today? I ask this every weekend. <laughs> Don't say great. I'm asking that lead us up. No, How y'all man, feeling? I, uh, I feel good, man. I pretty much conquered this week, did everything I was supposed to do. The last two weeks before that, beat my ass. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. I ain't get shit done. Didn't work out, none. Nothing like that. What she do to you? Uh. <laughs> I'm just asking. You can talk about it. It's a, it was, it's a it was just place. me, bro. It was me. It was me. Just being lazy and shit. Like, ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're going to tell the camera? Yeah, that's what I'm going to tell the camera. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. We're going to start this shit off with lies, I see. Yes, sir. That's what America was built off of. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> you said it was built off. Fuck being honest, talk about domestic uh, violence going on in your home. <laughs> Verbal abuse. Hey, man. Right. You can talk about it, bro. It's a I safe place, twice. Man. If I'm getting beat. <laughs> you said bleep twice. I heard what she done to you. Just, just, bro, just snap just, or something, this bro. Who you got you. Bro. I'm just trying to be on social media. She hit me in the head and shit, bro. <laughs> All right, bro. Now, soft as hell. Swan diving on my back and shit. <laughs> but nah, man. How you feeling, though, Eric? How you doing, man? Man, I'm, I'm good, bro. I'm blessed, man. Happy to be here, you know. Talk to my brothers. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Hey, yeah we glad. We definitely glad to have you on. Glad to have you in the room in the building. Uh, we talked a lot off camera. How you feeling, Demo? Light skin? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm good in my skin, brother. Had some good <laughs> wins. I had some wins this week. I had some some great some wins, wins this Talk week. Talk to me. Talk to me. Uh, me and Tanisa, we booked our wedding venue. So. She pregnant. Okay. So, oh, I thought you were gonna say pregnant. Uh, not yet. Still got a couple more years for couple that. More years. I'm going to shoot with no gloves. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the residue, the DNA, none of that. Fingerprints. I'm going to shoot with no gloves. No, thank you. No, thank you. 
but what I'm good. I'm the good. wedding. Yeah, I got the venue. What else? What else? Uh, what else happened? Therapy going good. You know, getting mm-hmm. some getting some demons up off of some me. So. Healing. Yeah, oh. some healing. So yeah, I respect that. Bro. It's going great. We almost at 650 subscribers on YouTube. Facts, facts. Yeah. By the time this come out, we'll be proud about it. But I said, having some problems. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, so hopefully, yeah. yeah. yeah but yeah. that's that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, none of y'all ask. Fuck y'all, but I'm feeling great. <laughs> I mean, you ain't give us a chance. You see, you see, I'm glad you recognize me. I didn't even, I didn't even finish my breath. I didn't even finish my breath. So much shade, man. The whole damn tree. <laughs> T, how you how you feeling? How you feeling, brother? Man, how you I weak? Feel man? Awesome, man. I feel great. I'm a little tired. Hell, I don't yeah. know why though. Like, well, I know why. I haven't been getting much sleep. Hell, my boy woke me out this week. But man, I do. I, I feel pretty good though. Shit, I um, I think it's just one more week, man, to, to conquer. That's the way I always see it. I've been in high energy lately. I just been in a space of like, uh, not allowing what other people have going on to affect. What I'm doing right now Blocking out the noise Yeah just blocking out the noise Cause you know sometimes You can be in a space Of trying to be creative And trying to like Push and go And figure it out And just throwing this shit At the wall Hoping some of it stick And you know Often When you see other people Not throwing at the wall Like you are Or you see other people Throwing at that motherfucker More rapid than you mm-hmm. That's a big one right there You know Comparison begins to be The thief of of your your joy and and you know sometimes and as of late I've been allowing it to take away my joy but now I'm just focusing tunnel vision. That's, that's, up, what that's crazy that you say that. Mm-hmm. Look up the law of detachment. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you what you just explained is pretty much you detaching from everybody else, like focusing on your now. And that's what I that's what I'm big on. I've been doing this thing for like six seven months where. I focus on now. I don't focus on, like, future. I don't focus on past. Because if you think about it, your past, like, your your past thoughts are, are where you at now, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I don't necessarily think about my future because it starts, it, it'll stress me out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, oh, man, I, I want this. I want X, Y, Z at this time. I'm like, no, nah, forget that. Let me focus on now. Let me detach from that outcome and focus on now. And then if I'm taking care of my now, my future going to align itself. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? In my mind, I've already worn because I'm doing stuff that I I shouldn't. Well, you where I come from, you don't you don't do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't we don't we want to talk this stuff that I know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you gotta. I'm comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. And like what you just said, just you detach from from everything, bro. And that's really what you got to do. Like I detach from, man, friendships, family, everything. Like everything I'm focusing is for is now. I'm taking care of now. So. I'm, I'm good I want to get into that one Like detaching from family Or or even friends Cause that, okay. Which one would be harder Friends or family I think I think it would be family for me Family Yeah, yeah. Uh, Man I'm a Fuck you Scott uh, <laughs> Bro I, I say a little bit of both I say more, probably family More so But you know They always say blood Thicker than water But mm-hmm. sometimes That water s- Supports you more than your blood Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean So it, it can go either way But I, I can say family for for this instance because family can sometimes hold you down, hold yeah. you back. Hold you me? back, yeah, hand you know, like, down. <laughs> uh, and sometimes you got to detach from them. Like, you know, if you if you know, like, all right, I'm practicing trying to save money, and you got this family member that I always call you, look, man, let me hold this, let me, uh-huh. let me get this. 
I got you. I'll give it back to you in two weeks. All right, cool. If I keep dishing it out, what what am I doing? I'm all I'm doing is dis- disabling you, really. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm I'm not helping myself. I'm not helping myself move forward. So sometimes you gotta have them conversations like, look, I can't do it. No. Mm-hmm. And detach yourself from it. Because I know me personally, that shit stressed me out. Yeah. And I, I'm not gonna do I'm big on energy, bro. Like mm-hmm. I'm big on like detach like I said, I detach from anything negative, anything mm-hmm. that's not positive, anything that's not helping me move forward in my life, bro. It, you just ain't a part of it. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, if it's family, friends, whatever, it's, that's just what I do. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Demo, I know you got a, um, uh, well, a thing of yours. You, you basically, me, you talk a lot, and I don't know if you want to say on the podcast or whatever, you have a lot of, a lot of things with attachment and stuff like that as well. Like, I think you can really speak to a lot of what Eric said in those regards too. Yeah. It's just like in a, in, in a lot of situations, my biggest thing was it's, my hardest thing is detaching from family because, um, you know, being raised as and being in, in, ingrained in me, that kind of had to be the patriarch of the family and different things like that. It's hard to detach from like the women in my family because I'm just like uh, and I'll, I'll be honest and say it like my mama, like she could just be kind of negative sometimes sometimes. And I think that comes from her own daddy issues and men problem with men issues she didn't you know have the best relationship with her father growing up and I still don't know the full story so I can't speak to it completely but um just like you were saying E just um knowing that I can't control what you went through back then and I'm not going to let that dictate what I got going moving forward because that'll hold me back like we just said that'll hold me back and that'll uh, keep me from getting to where I want to go. So I want you to brush over something that you said too, though, because the people need to understand you were the patriarch of your family. Yeah, see, that's an unfair role a lot of the time. Absolutely, us as young black yeah. men have to play in the home. Yeah, as as young boys, yeah. not even men at the yeah. time, we boys, yeah. we have to play that patriarch role in the yeah. family. That yeah. shit unfair as hell. Yeah, yeah, and that goes to like generational curses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that play all of what we're talking about goes mm-hmm. back to. Generational curses. Yeah, man. you know what yeah. I'm saying. It's uh, it's unfortunate, but that's that's the role that we have to play as as young black men. I didn't have my dad growing up. Yeah, uh, it was I'm the oldest too. So ah, a, so a yeah, lot of man. you know what I'm saying I, a lot of what my mom went through, she took it out on me. If she yeah. was frustrated, I had to figure out okay, like how can I do this to help my mom? You know, it's just. Generational curses, man. And, and you was the like, and I hate to say it, but she was like the test dummy kind of. Yeah, like because yeah. the first child, that first experimental yes, child. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. so bad for Maverick. Like, <laughs> you gonna be trying dumb. everything on? Like, nigga, I'm trying to figure this out with you. Like, just bear with me. Like, that's what I'm about to say. Even with you know, I had both of my parents. That mm. shit still was like, I'm the first one off the porch. I ain't yeah. got nobody else to look at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm getting all the life lessons yep. head on. Yep. All the experiments. The, the hard way. You got to learn the hard way. I know I did. And that's why I say I can I can afford a lot of grace to my mother because mm-hmm. she was my mo- she was her mother's only child. So a lot of it was just like, hey, this it. <laughs> you all we got. So we're gonna have to figure it out with you. Uh but she got a lot of a lot of healing to do. I'm just like, I can't be there to save you from that. Yeah. And I'm not going to let that affect my growth because now I got a family, yeah. officially have a family that I got to attend to. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, nah, you're absolutely right. A lot of, and that's that's kind of where I had to get to. We actually talked about on the live show. It was just like, you know, <clears throat> even with, with me, with my mom and my family and everything, it's like, man, like, 
it's so much going on and so much help I wish I could give to my to my family, but I gotta focus on Maverick. I gotta stay here. He need me. Like mm-hmm. if I lose too much focus, then I'm fucking him over. You know, he and don't need you. He need me exactly. Yeah. And and I mean, Eric, you can speak to it as a father as well. Like shit coming in fatherhood. This shit sometimes can be be crazy, and sometimes you gotta you really gotta drown out the noise to hone in and focus on that that baby right there because yeah. that that thing is helpless and it needs yeah. you. Uh, yeah, bro. Like being a, a a father, a black father. Yeah, it's uh you know society is always like you already got this negative persona. It's like oh you got this kid you ain't doing nothing for. And I know I didn't have my dad growing up, so it's like I always told myself. I was going to be there for my kids, mm-hmm. which I only got one. So let me just say that. I got one <laughs> child. One. I got a little girl. But, um, man, just I told myself, I said, whenever I do have a child, I'm going to always be there. Mm-hmm. And I did that. Like, with my baby girl now, like, I needed her. The crazy thing was, like, I needed her. Like, mm-hmm. I'm being something to her that I never had. And mm-hmm. I'm learning on the way. Like, don't get me don't get me wrong. Like, it ain't easy mm-hmm. because she's a girl. It's different from raising a boy than it is with a girl. Like, like with girls, probably, bro. Yeah. It, it's it's maintenance. It's you have to be soft mm. for them. You can't be tough with them. You got to show them like, hey, look, like you can trust me. And it's crazy that I'm saying it because she's two, but she is very sensitive. So I have to be sensitive. For I to say, hey, come here, baby, or mm. come talk to daddy, or you know, give me a hug. Like, what's wrong? Instead of me saying, hey, look, stop crying. Don't. What are you crying for? Mm-hmm. You know, because that's what I was taught when I was growing up. It mm-hmm. was by my mom is, hey, you a man. Shut up. Stop stop crying. What mm-hmm. you crying for? Mm-hmm. Instead of me doing that, it's, hey, it's okay. You can cry. It's okay to Express cry. Express yourself. You know what I'm saying? Express yourself. Mm-hmm. And she needs to know that as a woman. And the same thing with a, with a, with a young black, you know what I'm saying? You got a son, so yeah. it's okay to tell him, hey, look, you can express yourself. Because mm-hmm. us hearing that all. Oh, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, man. That that messes with us when we get older. Yeah. We don't know how to express ourselves as a grown man. And people don't, a lot of black men probably ain't going to, they don't want to, like, admit to that. But that's the truth, bro. That's why a lot it's of we, a lot of black men can't date. We can't be in a relationship because yeah. of the childhood traumas of what you was taught. So I said, I'll never do that to my daughter because I never want her to be angry. I never want her to be this woman. They say, oh, she got bad attitude. Like, mm-hmm. no, she, you can express yourself. Talk to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... It's it's really important for male and uh, females, like young kids, to have their dads. Man, it's important. I don't care what nobody say. Uh, yeah. They need their fathers. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's a different level to it. Like yes, the mom they do their thing, but I'm a to my own horn. Like bro, I'm a I'm a great great father. Uh, yeah, I made a lot of sacrifices for my child. You know what I'm saying? Like I I had job opportunities to move to Cali. I'm like, nah, I can't do it. I got to stay here with my baby girl. Like, she need me. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's a part of it. Yeah, you don't even feel like it's a sacrifice because it's nah, your baby. Nah. No, not at all. Not at all. I don't think twice about it. You know what I'm saying? It's, hey, she come first before anything. So mm-hmm. that's just that's just how I look at it, man. Yeah. Isn't that crazy how people could treat their kids as a burden? As a, like, that's, it, hey, people do it. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> they lay down and had them. On people it. do it. Oh, man. You, <laughs> this is, man, I'm like, bro, that's your child. That's your like, child. I heard motherfuckers say they babysitting their kid. That's the one to get me babysitting. Like babysitting, bro. That's your job. That's your <laughs> duty. Oh, no, you've been a parent. Like, like, you're like, a parent, you bro. Like, and I got I got joint custody of my baby, so it's like, I know the week I got her. Oh, it's it's strictly about her. I'm not doing nothing with my business. I'm not doing nothing with like work related, any of that. It's strictly, 
about her that week. Yeah, I want to so. touch into that too, that okay. joint custody thing, because a okay. lot of people, hey, listen, a lot of men either don't give a fuck to do that, mm-hmm. or shit, they trying to do it but don't know how to do it. Yeah. Uh, so I give y'all, you know, I don't really care. I give y'all the backstory. So I didn't have joint custody when she was first born. So mm-hmm. when, like I told you earlier, me and my daughter's mom had split mm-hmm. when she was pregnant. Well, mm-hmm. when she had first got pregnant, that's when we. Had split up or whatever So uh, Long story short She was born I'm driving Her mom had upped and moved Back to Kentucky To mm-hmm. Orangeburg It's like two hours away from here And uh, You know I had just Got on shift Right out the academy Or whatever And uh, I'm driving Two hours From mm-hmm. running like 20 some calls The day before mm-hmm. And I fell asleep on, on the interstate But I'm like 10 minutes From Orangeburg mm-hmm. And uh, Ended up falling asleep So I like pull over Take like 30 minute nap and I call I'm like yo like I just fell asleep on the interstate like I need you to like start meeting me halfway mm-hmm. and she just was like no nah, like you need to you know be a man and come see your child like that is, that's an excuse I'm like dang like so you rather her ch- your, your child's father like be in danger than you just bringing her to see me well I'm not bringing her on the highway well uh, long story short I ended up uh, I didn't get to see her like I wanted to. So I filed for joint custody. Mm-hmm. Part of me was just going to just file for child support. Then, like I said, I reverted back to that. Uh, I told myself I'm going to always be there for her. Mm-hmm. So I filed. She was pissed. Pissed. <laughs> I heard it. I know. pissed. When I say she hated me. Because <laughs> you put yourself on child support? Because I, because I filed. Because I filed for joint custody. Oh, she, was like, for, okay. she was like, I don't, wanna, I don't never want to go through no court stuff. And I told you that, right? So, like, the crazy thing is, this the, this the killer part, though. The killer part is, when I filed, she filed for child support in Kentucky. Okay. Aww. So, but this, so this, this is, bro, look, see, I, I, I think ahead. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? She came down there, and she let me, you know what I'm saying? She brought my, brought my baby down there so I can see her. And uh, I asked, I said, hey, did you put me on child support? She said, yeah, I filed. So in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got your head. Because, like, I knew I already filed. And I paid extra. <laughs> I paid an extra 100 for them to serve her that week. Mm-hmm. I went on a Monday. They served her that Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? When she got served them papers, hey, man, I got called everything in the book. Bro. <laughs> everything in the book. I'm talking about, hey, you weak. It, I'm talk- Look, it was bad, bro. Yeah. Like, really, really bad. But I say this, though. Like, I went through that whole court thing. It was very stressful. I hated it, but it was necessary because my daughter needed me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, bro, that shit hurt my feelings. Like, when I, they actually gave me George Cunstead, my baby was like six months. They was like, hey, we're going to let you get her for a week, right? Mm-hmm. But my baby cried. She screamed when she seen me. Mm-hmm. Man, that, man, that, bro, that made me, like, when I said that broke me down, bro, yeah. I, man, I, I about cried. I ain't going to say I about. I cried. Heading back down to Nashville, bro, because I felt so bad. I'm like, yo, this she don't know me. Yeah, she ain't comfortable with me. You know, kids, it's stranger danger at an early mm-hmm. age, bro. Mm-hmm. She's six months. She boohoo crying. I'm like, man, dude, this I can't deal with this. So I, I told myself, I was like, e, whatever you got to go through with this court thing, fight it. I got joint custody, and bro, like everything been cool. Yeah. Like, and the crazy thing, me and her mama, we super cool. Yeah, yeah. way better. Like, bro, way better. Cause yeah. she see, she tell me all the time, man, you a great dad. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you for doing what you did. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what it's about. Like, me and her, we co-parent good, and that's, that's it, Just man. didn't see it in that moment. She didn't see it. it. I yeah. think it was a lot of, like, Emotions and this could be me. Shit, yep. Mm-hmm. It could be me making an excuse for her. It was emotions. I mm-hmm. think she didn't trust me. A lot of times, women don't trust their kids. Yeah, true. Trust true. their the dads, which, at the same, like, we're their father. Mm-hmm. Like, you have, if we've never given you 
something to say, hey, look, mm-hmm. you a bad dad. Like, give us the opportunity. And she never gave it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was never given the opportunity, so I, I did what I needed to do. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was the best decision, man. So They do. They have that, like, little protective thing. I always yeah. said, like, like. I think it's, like, nature. It, yeah, mm-hmm. it's in them almost yeah. a little yeah. bit. I always said, like, I tell people all the time, like, especially new fathers, like, you know, if y'all on bad terms, you got to do. Your due diligence to like prove yourself to mm-hmm. her, like you got to prove like mm-hmm. this is who I am, and I think you just you did it. You just took the initiative of just go ahead and be like, you know, I'm finna do this. And you handled your responsibility and shit. Now it's probably like whatever, like yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. We we cool, like you know. I hate it, like we talk about it all the time. Like I hate that I had to do it. Mm-hmm. I hate that I had to get the folks in our business, but mm-hmm. at the same time, my daughter needed the consistency of having her mom and having her dad in her life. Cause like when my baby see me, she run to me every time. Yeah. Like she's a daddy's girl. Mm. Like she know, oh, I can get whatever out of my dad. And she, and she can, yeah. like that's, that's my baby. Like girls make you soft. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie yeah. to you. Girls make, Hey man, they make you soft, bro. They in a good way though. Like a lot of people be like, man, I, that shit ain't gonna make me soft. I was one of them. Listen, man, it, it will change you. It will change your whole perspective on life. Yeah, it, it just will. It will, man. I'm gonna so. be soft as hell. My boy already made me soft. If I get a girl, <laughs> that's I'm a be good soft. thing, though. <laughs> but like, it, we need that, bro. I think all black men need a little girl. Yeah, because it teaches you how to be emotional. It teaches you how to tell them, "Hey, look, you can express yourself. You can be mm-hmm. soft. Like, you don't got to always be this tough dude. You ain't got to always go around being tough. Being man, tough. Man. What? What is that proving? Nothing. You know what I mean? Like, what? What? What is? Me going around acting like I'm I'm the I'm the hardest dude like that that proves Tough nothing. Bro. You got really. yeah man. You got to be soft and it it te- and I'm gonna be honest with you. It'll teach you how to treat a woman in a relationship. Yeah, and that's 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 some real that's some real shit right there for real. BNT had that conversation though. It's almost like and I feel like that's an extreme example, but it's almost like why do we have to have a child to 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 express vulnerability to other people mm-hmm. and. It's almost like, like I said, me and T were talking, and it's uh, I've been I, I I used to get hit with that label like you emotional or you moody, and I feel like it was a way to that for people to weaponize me just being expressive or me being able to be honest with another person. It was weaponized, so I'm like, why can't we as black men? Why would why why should I feel like oh you should have a girl mm-hmm. to your point like I'm not I'm not yeah, dismissing yeah, yeah. what yeah, you're yeah, saying but yeah. why should I have to have a child or why should that be the the hyperbole example mm-hmm. whether than me just being able to express myself and you understand where I'm coming from mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's a, that's a good ass point yeah and you know a good point. you know what it you know what it be though something like and and you gonna all right we program right we in a space where we've been programmed this certain way for so many years don't cry do this do that do that for so many years it takes something that's just like crazy like a jolting like just disrupting type of thing to come in and just fuck up your whole situation to make you like reconsider everything and that's what a child does a lot of the times it'll make you reconsider everything it'll make you be like like you, you just living your life the normal way how you've been living for years, and you trained to be this way. Like you said, your past defining your present mm-hmm. right now, and then boom, you get this little person in your life, and they yelling, and they don't know what to do, and you worried about them, and they laying in the bed, and you like, are they breathing? Like you coming back and putting mm-hmm. your fucking ear to their mm-hmm. chest and looking at them, it's like, <laughs> oh fuck, and it's such a like crazy experience to where it just make you start reconsidering everything. You know, but to your point as well, though, Demo, I wish that we could just already learn it. Yeah. But also, to every point, 
that's what that's a part of breaking generational curses. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's it goes, it goes, yeah, yeah, it goes we know right now. Back to it. Yeah, we know right. now. I used to think I had to be tough because I seen my daddy just tough all the time. Mm-hmm. The, the nigga didn't express his feelings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm thinking that's how I gotta be when I come in yeah. the house every day yeah. from work. Like I ain't gotta express yeah. myself. That's a weakness. Yeah, you know? for sure. It's crazy. I didn't mean to cut you no, off, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. But like with the whole generational curse thing, I think is, and this is just just how I think. I think like you you break it, but it's always gonna come after you. It's always haunting you because oh, yeah. like I feel like I broke the generational curse. I went to college, right? I got the career job. I got I got you know what I'm saying investments, rental problems, all this. I got my business. Mm-hmm. Nobody like within my media family did that. Yeah. So it's but it's like they see that and it's they keep trying to they tugging yeah. tugging hey can I get this can you they see me oh I got this and they think oh man he doing yeah I am I'm 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 doing good but I I busted my butt to get what I got mm-hmm. and that's when I say that generational curse it's like it's it's a blessing but it's also a curse too because it still tries to pull it pull it. for me I feel like it's still pulling me in it, it goes back to family because yeah. friends is different like. Oh, I can just not talk to you with your family. It's like yo, me. They gonna they, don't see. They keep yeah. jabbing. They keep mm-hmm. man. They say little stuff and do little stuff, and it's like that's So that's why I feel like, bro. Like you, you can you can get past it. You can break it, but it's always gonna be there because it's so always crazy. gonna try to pull you back in. And you, you gotta be. You, it goes back to another thing. You gotta be mentally tough. Only mm-hmm. the strong survive, and that's how I think. Like I, I pride myself on being mentally tough because I've had to over overcome a lot. With this whole generational curse thing, yeah. dude, it's it's hard with with being a black man, bro. For real, yeah. it's it's tough. Yeah. And it's like nobody get nobody has anything. Everybody either check the check or just above check the check. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm I'm climbing my way out, mm-hmm. and motherfuckers see like oh he a couple steps, he a little bit past. Bring him back. It's like nah, like I need something. Like ah, oh, I, I can't if I just get borrowed this two hundred from him this week or this month or mm-hmm. every other month. Then I'll be a little bit above water as well. Mm-hmm. Me and Sco talk about that just just yesterday. You know, somebody hit me up and needed some help. And I was like, bro, this is an every week thing for me. Whether mm-hmm. it's money, whether it's can you take me to this place? Can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? Yep. It's like yep. the question that I asked is to my family and to a lot of people is like, who the fuck saved me when I needed saving? Bro. You know, who, who like you calling your time. When who, who, even now and in the past, when I, I needed saving a lot in the past as a kid, as a teenager coming into college, who the fuck saved me when I needed saving? And it's like nobody. I had to figure it out on my own, mm-hmm. and because I had to figure it out on my own, shit, I got stronger from it, and now I'm, I'm where I am. Like the people that always like ask you for stuff and want stuff done, you can't really call on them. You can't call on them at all. So frustrating. It's like, why would you pick up the phone to call me if you know I can't call you? Yeah. I can't even ask you for twenty dollars, bro. Uh-huh. So when you get your pockets get low, you want to ask me for money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that yeah. shit's so frustrating. It should make you want to wig out sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And even more so to your point with family and everything like that, like the reality is is um we got these things, which is the phone, you know, for the people listening. Like we got a phone. And we talked about on one of our first, I think our second episode, second first episode, something like that. It group economics. The thing about about all of this shit is, is like if we all got together, we can monetize our our following. Everybody has a following these days. No matter if it's a hundred or a hundred thousand or a hundred million, everybody has a following. We can start to monetize our following. All it takes is a couple things: structure 
organization within the structure and implementation of whatever ideas or whatever thing that you want to do, right? That's all we will have to do. I'm a person who can set that up. I can do the structure, the organization, and, and delegate our responsibilities to people, right? I can do that. All I need y'all to do is start to monetize y'all following, which that may mean reposting or DMing or, you know, touching bases and networking with your following, telling them, hey, go support this, go support that. And just imagine all of us collectively, me, Roscoe, and Demo, all of us collectively got um, at least two to three hundred people that we know. Imagine if all two to three hundred people uh, a piece just posted Chabati every day. How crazy that will be. And even more so, just to what I was telling you or what you mean you talked on the phone about, Eric. You know all this information. Mm-hmm. You got all this shit in regards mm-hmm. to investments and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, they, it, it's easier to just ask you, ask you for shit. Mm-hmm. But imagine if you can uh, provide them with the course and all of that that you yeah. was telling me about or, 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 or any of that. Yeah. So, like, wait, when we was talking, I was telling you about. Like me creating like a course, and it's it's more so like, I'll say a package, right? Mm-hmm. So my whole thinking on that was, I paid for courses, and they made it forced me to lock in because I I spent money, mm-hmm. like I invested in myself, right? Now I can say, hey, look, see, look, here go this information. You know what I'm saying? I can give it to you, mm-hmm. but like, will you really take heed to like what I'm telling you? Now, if you pay me for it, mm-hmm. you my oh shit! Like I'm, I pay for it. I pay yeah. for it. Like I, I got. I need done. to let me yeah. let me get this done. Like let me actually like see what he's talking about. And mm-hmm. that's the same. That was my mindset. I'm like, look, let me go ahead and create something. So you have what it, what to invest in, what not to invest in, how to get your first property, how you get your LLC, and everything is in this this deal. I know if you pay me for it, you're gonna take it serious because you invested. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be I'll be right there with you every step of the way. Like anybody can pick up the phone and call me. You can DM me. I've had people DM me, but when I reach back, nobody takes it serious. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, all right. If y'all ain't gonna take me serious, I'm gonna start charging. Mm-hmm. Now, if I charge you, now you'll 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 be more you'll be more than likely like to like actually uh, let me lock in on this. Cause I spent I could tell I spent thousands on courses. My homeboy that actually introduced me to a lot of it, he done spent money on courses, and mm-hmm. that's who we going. Me and him is the one, is the one that's creating it. Mm-hmm. Like he put me on to like a lot of stuff. Like I can call him right now, hey bro, uh, you know what I need to do is such X Y Z. All right, man, look, this is what you need to do, and it's it's there. Mm-hmm. But he know like I've sp- I have spent time, money. You know what I'm saying to be honest. A lot of this, a lot of the shit is on YouTube. Yeah, a lot yeah. of it on YouTube. Yeah. A lot of the shit that I know is on YouTube, mm-hmm. but. I didn't want to look at YouTube videos. I didn't. I didn't care about it because it was just like right there. But when I paid my money, oh, I was locked in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I invested in myself, and now I be going on YouTube. I'm like, damn, I could have just instead of spending my money, <laughs> yeah. I looked, yeah. went on there. Yeah, but I just, yeah. it just, I wasn't mentally locked in because yeah. it was free. Anything free, that's just like motherfucker put a goddamn it Ferrari key in a Bible. You tell me, hey man, go read that Bible. I'm not gonna read it. I goddamn it, go look at, uh, listen to videos or something. But guess what? You open up that book. You see that damn Ferrari key, you be like, oh, man, it was a damn uh, a key to a Ferrari night. You missed out on it. Yeah, you missed out. So it's just like, dude, I read a lot about all that stuff because I, I really feel like, bro, like us as black people, we need to be invested, bro. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what we, we wasn't taught a lot of this stuff growing up. Like we weren't taught to invest in real estate, invest in, in stocks. Hell, I learned how to, I learned uh, stocks from YouTube. Yeah. I literally spent a week 
just watching the same video over and over and over. Mm-hmm. When bought this little platform to start trading, and I'm like, oh shit, this shit. Because to somebody, it's intimidating. Yeah. Just like to me, it was. But you just got to take the time to actually like want to learn, bro. It's I like, do, how, do, do you want to progress? You know what I'm saying? It's it's like that thing I say, being uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I'm comfortable with being uncomfortable, so I'm always trying to learn something that I wasn't taught. Yeah, yeah. Stocks, real estate, index funds, all that stuff. Mm. LLC. I ain't never think about having no business. You talked to me 10 years ago. I would never say, any, say anything about an LLC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want you to give more context to like what you what you actually do because you got a you got some investments like so this ain't nothing that you just oh I could do this I could do this you you actively have investments mm-hmm. right now properties what yeah. one property or two properties so I got I got one right mm-hmm. now uh, I got one investment property um, got a stupid deal on it mm-hmm. was super I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna lie to y'all I was scared mm-hmm. I was scared to make that move because I was like bro this foreign to me mm-hmm. but I did it and it was the best decision I could have made. Uh, it's getting renovated right now. Uh, everything that I'm doing is out of pocket, mm-hmm. but it's a good investment. Yeah. If you think long term, that's I know it's gonna come. And it go like when I was telling y'all like detaching, like I was getting stressed out at one point because I'm like, bro, like it's always something going on with this place. It's this, this, and that. And then my mentor was just like, look, E, I told you you was gonna spend a lot of money on this place because it's your first one. But when you get that second one, you're going to know how the game is. Mm-hmm. Like, I know the game, so I know how to save money. I know how to go get another one mm-hmm. now. And, you know, it was just – I took that, that man, that leap of faith and, and got it, bro, and it's it's been gravy. Yeah. And what's so cool about it, what's so cool about the shit is that – if if somebody were to decide to invest in your course or to invest in the knowledge that you already have, was a a lot of the shit that you had to go through the growing pains and mm-hmm. all that, they can eliminate that yep. just by by just being being exactly, with you. Exactly, exactly. Like you ain't got to go through none of that. The groundwork, the groundwork is done for you. Mm-hmm. You'll have your mortgage person. You'll have you'll have a realtor. You'll have a lender. Mm-hmm. We'll have all that set up for you. Mm-hmm. Everything that you need, you'll have it. Like the platforms to put your where you need to put your money in. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know like. I wouldn't advise nobody getting in the stock market right now just because of the war because mm. it doesn't, like, tumble. Mm. But invest in, like, index funds. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bro, you can take $100, tell me $100 a month uh-huh. or $100 a paycheck, whatever you do, and just yeah. invest it in index funds. It needs to be 90% in the stocks, 10% in bonds. You want your money to aggress- to uh, aggressively grow right now. Mm. You want the highest capital gains on your money. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. No. Nah. My bad too. No, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, when you, I know we have the thing, you know, you're trying to get people a game and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do it piss you off when, when it like just people don't uh, act on the game you give them, or they just not receiving it well because they might not look at you like you a celebrity or whatever. The uh, some sometimes it can be a little frustrating because like I'm always trying to. I drop. I be dropping gems sometimes on IG. Mm-hmm. People don't pay attention though. Mm-hmm. Like I have. Like I got. I ain't got that many followers. I got like 1,100 followers or something. Out of them 1,100, 300 to watch my story, only 10 to reach out. Mm. And then when I send it back to them, you know, hey, look, just do this. No response. No response. So I'm just like, shit, hey, look, I got mine. I'm trying to help you get yours. And that's why I said, you know what, I'm going to make this course. So if people really want it, there it is. There go the information. You ain't got to do nothing. Everything, the the stress of everything is, is off. You know what I'm saying? We taking care of it. Like, we got you. But, you know, people... 
they're gonna wait till it's too late and they're gonna miss this jet. So Yeah. It, it's so it's so fucking crazy to me because you looking into the eyes of these soulless ass fucking people, first of all. I call them soulless people. They don't mm-hmm. have no soul about themselves. I think mm-hmm. life has taken away everything within them they so you look at these people and they don't in a sense they don't they don't try to like validate or not even validate, they don't try to like understand or feel what you saying. Mm-hmm. But if you were somebody like future telling them something it will be completely different but the reality is nigga you talking about a nigga who will go spend 30 fucking thousand dollars on clothes you think he financially aware and financially savvy no no he just a nigga with a lot of money that's yeah. getting a lot of capital right now. Yeah. That's all the fuck he is. So you gonna yeah. listen to him if he tell you this, but not listen to me, a person who actively in the trenches doing this, mm-hmm. who pulled myself out of this shit. Like shit is crazy to me, bro. It's it blows me, bro. Yeah, it's it's mind blowing, man. It, I mean, but that's that's our generation, bro. You know, social media has it has messed us up as far as like dating. Mm-hmm. Just the persona women want to look like these chicks that got. Everything done in their body, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it really done messed us up, bro. Like young dudes, with they thinking, oh, shooting somebody is is cool. It's I'm cool. like, bro, it's, it's not. It mentally messes with you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just shooting somebody, killing, but okay, you you'll kill. Okay, you 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 really losing, bro. Like losing. to be in reality, all that thug mentality, all that stuff, man. I I, I laugh at social media because I'm really not on there like that because it's fake, man. It's mm-hmm. people glorifying. Like the good and not showing you like the bad. Yeah, I mean, you look on my social media, all you gonna see is probably me and my daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. So I was yeah, I was intentional about that myself. Like she posting my son always. I always post him. I don't put him up there for like no. I ain't putting my child up there to show. That's what my little cousin told me one time. I was like, hey, like you know my life private. I'm like, is it though? Is your life <laughs> private? Because you're a rapper, and I just sit and watch you rap about all this dumbass shit that you done done in your life. Some of it true, some of it false. But is your life private, or you just want to sound cool by saying you don't post your child? Like I'm proud of mine. Yeah, yeah handsome. You should show it off. Well, man, I'm showing it. I like <laughs> like you. How you gonna show off the new shoes when you get them, or this Lamborghini, or whatever the fuck you gonna buy, or whatever this bullshit you done rented out and struggled to pay for? This BMW said Lamborghini. He definitely getting that <laughs> BMW or some shit like that that you done struggle for. Nigga, I'm finna do this for my child. Like, yeah. I'ma post him all over. Yeah. I just think, though, that, um, you know, us as a people, we gotta, one, understand that it's like we moved away from the tribal mentality. I think we gotta get back to that tribal mentality of understanding that you got chiefs and you got Indians, right? And I think all of us need to understand that every chief started out as an Every chief is an Indian and started out as only an Indian. We need to understand that mentality and, and, and learn to follow people. I'm always willing to give game. You sit up on the phone the other day and you was telling me about LLCs and all of that. I waited. I let you finish. And then yeah. I told you, yeah, I got an LLC. Yeah. I've been had it for so-and-so, so-and-so. Yeah. Yeah. Because I could have missed out on some information. Maybe yeah. you was finna give me some new shit. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I'm always listening. I don't yeah. mind hearing some of the shit that I already yeah. know again to refresh mm-hmm. my memory. Even just for the sake of motivation. Yeah, it, it marriage. It's, it's so much information out there. There's so many ways to make money. You just got to find your way. Mm-hmm. It's so many ways, bro. But we just, like I said, we weren't taught. I know I wasn't taught it. Mm-hmm. My mom didn't know nothing about it. Yeah. Nothing about it. Like, I'm like, look, mom, I'm going to buy you a, a vending machine. That's something that you always going to make money off of. She was like, why are you going to buy a vending machine? I'm like, did you not hear what I just said? Yeah. You're always going to make money. Well, how am I going to pay for the, uh, the chips and stuff? I said, look, if I give you this amount, if I stock it for you your first time, 
the money you get from there, you just put it back in there. Mm-hmm. And you're going to make extra. You set your prices. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's so many ways, but people just don't yeah. listen, man. Yeah. And another thing, I I feel like social media makes us focus all only on self mm-hmm. and not giving. Yeah. We don't give enough. Like, I'm always willing to give somebody. You know what I'm saying? If we was, like you said, if we all, like, help each other out, bro, we can we can really be winning. Yeah. That's what that's what that's what white folks been doing. Hell yeah. They've been putting their race on. Hell but we yeah. can't do that as a, a like our race, we we oh man, forget him. He he leveling up he leveling up, so I need to either get past him or I need to knock him down. Mm-hmm. That's really what it be. A lot of it be jealousy. Bro. Yeah. I try to I tell Scott it all the time. We will we won't stop. The child by T ain't stopping. Like I mm-hmm. see a lot of the shit. It's a lot of motherfuckers who I love dearly, who I done gave money to and done shit for. They ass just just been just went jump head fucking first out the window for the ass. They don't repost. They don't acknowledge. They don't do nothing. And that's okay because we not stopping ever. No, we can't stop. We're going to continue to be creative. We're going to continue to innovate. We're going to continue to push one another. I'm going to continue to push Demo and Sco every week. I know I hop up in that group message sometimes. They be like, oh, my God, here it is. Here you go again. <laughs> like It's like, but no, though. Don't get complacent. Don't get comfortable. Yeah. I see you niggas getting comfortable with posting on our social medias and shit every day. No, don't get fucking comfortable posting on, on our shit. Just posting. Do some extra shit, nigga. Yeah. Wow me, nigga. Make me feel like shit. Oh, this nigga, this nigga on the vibrating at a different level now. He's showing yeah. me some new shit this week. Let yeah. me keep pushing that and pushing that. Yeah, you know that's honest to God the way I feel. Y'all gotta killing a, it, man. Gotta be a full court press. Oh yeah, for oh, sure, yeah. bro. Can't, can't let up because the moment that complacency set in is like that's what anything. Like just think, think about when you working out and stuff. Like you take two, three days off. Leveling up, you ain't leveling up, man. Fuck around, not work out for the next two weeks. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Next month, you know mm-hmm. what I'm so you can't let that laziness, that complacency set in. Mm-hmm. You, and you know how shit, this shit's so crazy because a lot of people don't get to see the numbers. And I know um, me and Demo, I said, "What's well, go to? We, we, all three of us, we pay more attention to the numbers. This shit is like it's 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 still an upward trend, but it's mm-hmm. like down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, but it's still an upward trend." And it's crazy. Like we we went like damn near two weeks just sitting at like X amount of subscribers, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, two days in two days we jump up like fifty subscribers. 50 subscribers. Yeah. In two days, but we sit one week not yeah. getting nothing. Yeah. And then we just jump yeah. up to fifty. That's how the numbers go. And they always jump. I can remember when we first started, we was ten subscribers in, and then we didn't get enough for a while. Then we jumped up to thirty, and it's like oh, okay. So we draw from 20 subscribers, but now we jump in 50s at a time mm-hmm. and shit like that. It's just like it keeps growing, and it's crazy. Sure. It's crazy. It's like we'll hit that dead period where it's like it's like the stock market. Working in search engine optimization and working in marketing now full time, that's what I do now. I tell people now, it's like everything on the internet is like the stock market. You're going to hit that dead period, you're going to hit that jump. And we can see that. Like T was saying, we're looking at the numbers now. It's like that consistency and the jump, and then we're gonna hit a plateau, and it's but it's frustrating because that's that period where it's like you you like, man, I think I want to quit. That's when that's <laughs> yeah. when that's when the negativity and the doubt start the coming because you like, well, yeah. I got this little taste of what success could be, and I'm thinking it's gonna be like that all the time. But it's like, yeah. nah, you gonna have them dips, yeah. you gonna have them gains, and you gonna have them losses. Yeah, so. for sure, yeah. it's life, man. Yeah. Nah, life, 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 sure. Sometimes, like I, I'll be looking at the numbers every day. And so I, like, I ain't looking that week. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be disappointed. You gonna be sad. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm at it every hour. Every hour. <laughs> <laughs> Not nah, for real. Every five minutes, man. I, I just want to quit my job. <laughs> man, so bad, bro. I'm, I'm telling it's my cousin the other day, I said, this job in the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sick of this motherfucker. Like, uh, yeah. time coming, man. Yeah. Just, hey, stay the course, bro. Take it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all, taking, every, y'all taking care of everything now. Our future looking bright. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. I, w- I want to go back to um, what you said about mentorship because in in um, in people we talk about people not listening and not being able to receive game. I think that's a function of not having a mentor, not having somebody yeah. teach you, like you said, yeah. like you were saying earlier. So, um, can you expand on that a little bit more? Just talking about your mentor, how you uh, how you built up to that point? Yeah. So, um, actually, my mentor is a fire. He's a firefighter. Right, so I was trying to, you know, get into buying my first investment. So I kept reaching out to people. Some people, oh, yeah, man, we can meet up, never meet up. And I was like, man, I got this this last guy. I'm going to reach out to him. So I reached out to him. I had texted him. I was like, hey, look, name's Eric Fisher, blah, blah, blah. I'm invested in trying to get into real estate. So he, we were supposed to meet up one day, and we didn't. He was like, hey, look, I got busy, X, Y, Z. So I was like, man, forget it. Like, I'm going to just, you know, go back to uh, square one or whatever. So then he reaches back to me. was like, hey, are you free? So he took me to a house that he was going to sell me at first. And um, he was like, do you want it? I was like, yeah. So then that didn't work out. Then he ended up giving me, showing me another one. And it was like, since then, anytime I have a question, He'll like, oh yeah, like this is what you do. But one of the things that I had to learn how to do was be quiet. Mm-hmm. You got two ears and one mouth for a reason. Mm-hmm. I used to talk. Like he'd be like, listen, like, chill. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to. He's like, just calm down. He said, I know you're excited. Mm-hmm. He was like, but sometimes you need to listen more than you speak. And I had to realize that a lot of us don't want to do that. A lot mm-hmm. of us just want to yap, 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 yap. You're the oldest. You're the head of the family. So it was just like, that's what I was used to. Yeah. I'm used to like right. being out there talking. Like, that's that that's me. Mm-hmm. But I also had to realize, hey, look, sit back. Like, if you're going to let this man teach you, you got to, like, be willing to be taught. You have to be coachable. Yeah. Some of us are not. We don't want to be. We, we think we're too good to, like. To listen to somebody, mm-hmm. like we feel like, and I and I and I can say this, I was guilty of, of of this. Another man telling me, "Hey, look, man, like just calm down, listen." I'm like, mm-hmm. "What are you talking to?" Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's 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 in our that's in our DNA to be mm-hmm. that way. But I had to unlearn a lot of things, bro, to be able to have a mentor. And like this dude is like, I look at him as like an uncle, and this is a white man. Yeah. This ain't nobody black. Because I done reached out to a couple black people. <laughs> oh, no, no, I know. Oh, in my mind, in oh, my mind, I'm picturing a strong black man. I swear to God, I'm thinking the same no. thing. I'm He's a black, oh, black man glasses. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, You done knocked us down, white man. Nothing against white people, but you know. I'm going to take the story and then boom. Black man Right, I need you to fix that. We'll edit it out. We'll edit it out. He was a strong big black man. But hey, look, for real though, man, this this is this is a white man teaching a black man. Like not all white people are bad. Yeah, no, But I will say this, some black folks are the worst ones too, though. But like he really 
I was like, look, man, I'm going to have to use you as my mentor. And he was like, okay, are you willing to listen? Mm -hmm. That was his first thing. He said, because you're not willing to listen and be coachable, I can't help you. Mm -hmm. He was like, I know, you know, you've told me about you. I can kind of, I understand how you are. But you have to be willing to be coached. And he was like, you have to listen to what I say. And I'm like, you know, you know. In my mind, a man telling me, like, man, you got to be willing. I'm like, man, this motherfucker don't know what he's talking about. But this man is also a millionaire, too. Mm. So if he done about, he done been, he's a millionaire from from properties, then I need to listen to him. Yeah. I need to take his yeah, words. Shut the hell up. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, he he put me on, man. And um, ever since then, dude, I just, anytime I got a question, I reach out to him. Hey, look, what you think about this? Mm. He the one that told me, hey, look, you're going to spend you gonna spend bread on your first one. Mm. He told me, he said, you're going to spend about 15 to 20. I'm at 15 right now. Everything he has told me has been true, yeah. and I just listen. I don't say nothing. I just, if I got a question, I ask a question, but he know what he doing. Mm -hmm. So, you mm -hmm. know. And it's like like you said uh, earlier, the, the groundwork has already been done, so it's easier for you to listen to him. You don't have to make those same mistakes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I don't have to make the same mistakes he did when he started off. Like yeah. he told me, you get it, and I'm about, I'm, I'm about to drop some free green. Get you a property, right? A lot of people know about, like, cash out refinances. Don't do that. You know why? Cause you're giving the bank more money. Like I bought mine one twenty. Mm -hmm. It already had ten ten thousand dollars worth of equity in it. And I know once it gets appraised, it's probably gonna appraise appraise for about right at two hundred. Cause everything I've done. But don't use a don't do cash out refinance. Use a HELOC. It's mm -hmm. called a home equity line of credit. Mm -hmm. Use that HELOC. That's a credit card on your house. Say if you got you get a HELOC fifty thousand. All right, that's a down payment. That's your closing cost. That's your down payment on your next investment. Mm -hmm. And then what you do is the money that you're making from your next rental, you just start paying it back. Then you do another HELOC to pay off that original one. And then it's just a it's a, a chain. Yeah. You just keep doing the same thing, same thing. A lot of people don't know that. They don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> that's free game right there. Yeah. But I guarantee you somebody, I'm telling them this, they're not going to listen. They don't care. They don't care. They're going to be like, I mean, he don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> watch me. Just watch me work. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the next one I'm telling you, the next property I get, I'm recording. I'm literally, I got a dude that's going to come. Like, I'm going to tell him, hey, look, this is what I did. This mm -hmm. is what I'm doing. This is the process. So they can see, like, this is no gimmick. Like, a lot of motherfuckers think it's a scam. Yeah. There ain't no scam, bro. They've been doing this for years. Hell yeah. You can do, I didn't. I just found this out. You can do 10, uh, 10 uh, yeah, primary, yes, Yeah. conventional primary mortgages. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So you live in one house, right? Mm -hmm. Live in it, right. <laughs> quote unquote. Staying there for a year. That following year, you just go and take the money from that one and go put it on another one. Say, hey, I'm going to live in here for a year. And you just keep doing it. You can do that. But that's 10 times. Yeah. You do the math, you get 10 properties. I'm going to do a low. This is a low ball, $1,000 for, for rent. Or you charge them, you know, 2000 Yeah. It's like 18 a month. Yeah. Good, mm -hmm. but a lot of people don't want to. They don't want to listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that's that shit true. That shit true. I I um even want to go back uh, in regards to just like the mentorship thing. Like, you know, I'm the type of person that I, I always and I told I tell Roscoe this a lot. Like, I always wanted a mentor. I wanted a motherfucker to teach me something. Like, like good. That's why when you see people like the Pasadies and all of them come in, I sit. And uh, shout out to Pastor D too. I, I sit and I see like, and I be a, I'm attentive to that, especially a black man, mm -hmm. you know, white man too though, because I was in the military, so shit. I you know I really latched on to a lot of them to get free game too, but 
a black man, I'm attending. I'm just like right there looking in his face, like yeah, yeah, asking him questions. Like I long for a mentor. That's what I wanted always as a kid. Actually, a father. You know what I mean? But more so specifically now as an adult. A mentor, somebody, OG, somebody to talk to, you know, and get game from and shit like that. That shit's so important. Especially the space we in. Just imagine we had a mentor. Bro, eighteen. <laughs> what we would be. Bro, I, I think about I, that all the time, dude. Bro, I swear, I'm like, I just, I just want somebody to come in and just tell me what to do. Yeah. And I'll do it. Like yeah. I, I don't care, bro, because yeah. you know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I'm tired of. I, I get so tired of and. It, and I'm like, bro, I'm tired of figuring it out by myself. Yeah. I just want somebody to tell me what to like, do. <laughs> like, to like you said, you're tired of figuring it out by yourself. But it's like how I think I I enjoyed this journey because it taught it taught me a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. Like we do need help too. Don't get me wrong yeah. because I started it. It was like okay, I opened the door and I put my foot in. Mm-hmm. But like when I got a mentor. The door open wide open. Yeah, I mean, but you got to do what you got to do. You still got to walk. Yeah, yeah, you got to walk mm-hmm. because he can teach you. But are you gonna really put in the work? Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and that's like that's why I tell everybody. Anybody that reach out to me, I'm like, look, if you're not gonna be serious, don't even don't waste my time. Yeah, and I'm not trying to be mean. It's none of that, but it's people just like you said, bro. They 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 don't. You gotta be willing to be coachable and, and receive stuff. And I thank God that he was. That I met that man mm. because he really like changed my whole perspective. The first book he told me to read was Rich Dad Poor Dad. Oh uh, yeah, one of yeah. my favorite books, bro. Mm-hmm. I literally go back to that book and like make sure, okay, like I'm I'm doing the right thing. Mm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm and I was never a fan of reading books. I can I can honestly say that I used to hate reading books. Yeah. <laughs> I hate reading in college. Yeah. Man, I used to go to uh, what's the little website you can go Google some man for a book or something. Spark notes or hey, monkey Spark notes man, or whatever. Hey, that yeah. was my best friend in college. <laughs> man, I, I ain't about to read this. But now, oh, dude, I man, I read books all the time, man. Mm-hmm. That's that's my thing, man. So, yeah, no, and and I wanna I wanna jump back too to something that you said. A lot of people, I don't want the people listening and watching to to look over there. You're a firefighter. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and yep. uh, and that's that's major right there. Yep. You know what? I, so far, how long you been doing the job now? So with Nashville, I've been on pretty much three years. April mm-hmm. will be three years. I was in Franklin for like a year and a half, so I've been doing it for like four years, four yeah. and a half years. So, yeah. some of the most dangerous shit you don't had to do so far. Fucking fires, fighting fires. Hell yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That's mm-hmm. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Uh, every fire is different. Yeah. Um, the hottest fire that I've ever been in was in a storage unit. Um, it was a meth lab, and uh, man, I felt like my neck and my arm was like it was right there on me. Mm-hmm. But we was we wasn't even nowhere near. We just we opened it up the the freaking nozzle, dude. There ain't no water coming out. That's mm-hmm. how hot it was. I was like, oh no, we gotta get up out of here. Uh, one fire I specifically remember, I went in and it brought me down to my knees. Yeah. Like as soon as we opened the door, it's called a flashover where like everything gets super super hot. Yeah. And like the fire like shoots out. Man, that fire like shot over my head and by my ear. And I started crawling. And it, it pushed, it just, the force pushed you down? No, 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 I got down. Cause I was like, they, they teach drop, you, yeah. like, if you get too hot, really, to be honest, you're supposed to stay low. Mm. Uh, it's cooler down low, but mm. like, Heat man, man yeah. hey, it's a science to it, bro. As soon as we opened that door, and it was like, before we got there, you seen the smoke come out the house. It's like going in, then coming out, going in, then coming out. But like, you know, firemen, we don't think. We just do kick the door down, boom. We go in. As soon as we go in, I'm like, okay, I can't see nothing. 
it got just super hot. And then I started seeing flames roll over my head. I'm like, oh, shit, man, this shit finna get bad. So then while we crawling, I hear like a toy. Oh, it's a toy now, but it was a baby doll crying. So in my mind, I'm like, kids. I'm like, fuck, it's a kid in here. It's a baby in here. So like my mind, I got in there, but I got lost. I almost freaked out. Yeah. I couldn't find a wall. I couldn't find where I was at. So like I got on my knees and I'm in front of our mask. You can press it. It's a button right there and it can give you air. I did that like five or six times and I was like, all right, Eric, just crawl backwards. So I found a wall, kicked a hole in the wall, and I ended up finding where the, the freaking room where this doll was. And uh, they finally put the fire out and I can like start. I could see and I seen it was a doll. Man, I threw that damn doll. I'm <laughs> like, man, damn doll. I know, rich my damn I'm life in this damn lost my life trying to find this yeah, damn doll. Man, damn doll in here. My mind, I'm like, oh man, it's a man, I was pissed, bro, because I got lost. Yeah. So when I went outside, I done ripped all my stuff off. I'm like, man, I done really risked my life for this damn doll. Yeah. Man. Like, but I mean, it's 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 a good job, man. It's uh, I like it. It has its days, mm. like any job, but it's uh, it's different. Do that? Do fear ever plague your mind when it comes to that? Like it create anxiety and stuff. Hey, you talking about being in the fire? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude! Because you don't know, like you don't know what you're running into, and yeah. we never know what what. Like I done been in situations like I I hear bullets going off, but you don't know where they coming from. Mm-hmm. Then when we put it out, you see they had a bunch of guns and stuff. Like you just you just never know what mm-hmm. you're going into. Um. And I'm not gonna lie. If some per- if a person lies, say they don't, they're not scared going into a fire. I don't want to be nowhere around you. Yeah, because that means you're dangerous. You're reckless. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm always like when I every every fire, I do the same thing. I'm, I always make sure I chew gum because it helps me stay calm. Uh, of course, like your adrenaline rush, and you ready. You like, oh man, it's it's almost like you're getting ready for a uh, uh, basketball, football game, yeah, whatever. Man. But when you get there, it's like okay. It's real. Them flames, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you need yeah. to like keep your ears open type deal. So it uh every like I said, every fire different. I've been fires, I can see everything. Then as soon as you start putting it out, you can't see nothing, but it, everything different, man. Yeah. yeah. Anybody any like casualties or anything? Oh yeah, bro. Yeah. I I made a uh one that always stick with me. I made a three year old that got killed, bro. Mm. And uh I can honestly say, and I can, I'll can, i say this to y'all, it, it hurt. Yeah. It hurt because it was like one of them calls, you never want to see a baby. Yeah. Something happened to a child. Yeah. Baby got killed. And in that moment, I couldn't help, you know. Um, and when I seen the baby, I instantly thought of my child. Yeah. Right, right. Like, I seen, like, as soon as I seen her, I froze up. Like, I couldn't move. The lady was like, hey, I need you to do chest compression. I was like. I just stood there because I literally seen my child laying on that bed. And I was like, because she was the same size as my baby. My baby pretty tall. Mm. She's kind of tall. And I I was just like, I couldn't do nothing. Like, I was just standing there the whole time. So then the guy that I was working with, he ended up going to do compressions. And, like, he tapped my shoulder and was like, I got it. So I just started, like, you know, bagging her so she could, you know, breathing for her or whatever. But that was rough. I ain't going to lie. That was the first time, like, I've ever cried on a job. Like, the mm. tears, I couldn't stop them. Mm. I was, it was, like, a lot of anger. Like, this baby ain't had a chance to live. It was yeah. just like, man, why, why do you, you know, why do you do this, man? Mm. It was, I was angry, man. I was really angry about that. But what made me feel better was that they ended up catching everybody. What so, happened? It was a shooting. Oh, drive-by shoot. shooting. Oh. Drive-by shooting. Uh, you know, gang-related stuff. Yeah. Man. And then baby ended up getting uh, killed. 
killed and uh, so it wasn't an actual fire. No, it was it was like a shooting. Also, y'all go to stuff like that as well. Yeah, yeah, too, you gotta huh? be an EMT. Like, so you're a firefighter and an EMT. Oh, yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. You gotta be an EMT because uh, you respond to medical. Uh, man, people car wrecks, like, car wrecks, all that. Yeah. yeah, we even respond to cats in trees. People don't believe it, but we do. Yeah, like Lady call it, oh, it's a cat in a tree. Oh, okay, all right, well. <laughs> call in FD. You see a cat in a tree. You know what I'm saying? We gonna we gonna be there. But yeah, I mean we we do it all, man. Um, we we do it all. So. Yeah, that that was probably the, the the worst call. I'll never forget it. Uh, I don't. I can't remember the baby's face, which is, I guess, a good thing. But I ain't gonna never forget that call. I ain't right. gonna never forget how it made me feel. Uh, that was that was rough, boss. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. Stuff like that'll make me want to walk away from it. That's man. why when you sent it to me, mm-hmm. I was like, I ain't doing that shit. Yeah, I hate to die, my man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it was hard. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like it, great benefits. Yeah, uh, I love the schedule. I only work nine days a month, so. 24 on, uh, 48 off. Schedule gravy, so you can do. Yeah. It gives me opportunity to do other stuff. Do other stuff. So, but uh, that's the, that's the, the 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 worst part of the job yeah. is seeing stuff like you don't want to see no child. That's man. a tough job, bro. You know what I'm Fire saying? Oh yeah, I done seen job. a lot, bro. And uh, well, I used to work at it in North Nashville. Mm. Hey, used to go down. Yeah. I made plenty. I can tell you right now, I'm probably made about 30 shootings. Yeah, probably mm. more. Mm. They all young black young black men man. Mm-hmm. under the age of seventeen. Yeah, emotional. Oh yeah, it. You got to be mentally tough to have this job. Yeah. You got to be able to have an outlet, mm-hmm. like my outlet, working out. Yeah, hanging out with friends. Uh, so you know when I'm off work, I don't think about work. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, them twenty four hours. Look, you got me for them twenty four, and after that, I'm I'm doing something else. Yeah, can't yeah. take the job with you. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that. Yeah. Uh, it, it's not healthy. You can't yeah. do that, man. No, no, that, that shit definitely seem like it'll be a tough job. I, I mean, hell, just like I said, I I considered it when you said I considered it sending to Sco and Demon. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't even know if I want them to do that shit. Yeah, it's tough, bro. <laughs> I, 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 I actually thought about but, it once. I was about to take like, the civil service test and all that to yeah. do, but I just didn't do yeah. it. It's it's a uh, it's a tough job. You got to literally be like mentally tough because yeah. you're gonna you're gonna see some stuff. You're going to see people at their worst. And, like, my friends always be making jokes like, bro, how do you run into a burning building? I'm just like, bro, you just lock in. Mm. I just look at it like if I got a family member in there, like, I'm going to get them type deal. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just how I think. Like, once I I get in, the, in that mode, oh, it's, it's game time now. But it's important to tell people, hey, you are a trained professional. Mm. So if you see your family – in a burning building, don't run in the burning building. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, but you got people that do that, like yeah. When fi- how they be like, man, my cat and I'm like, hey, uh, I had to grab a lady, man. I'm t- dude, the flames were shooting out the door. I'm like, <laughs> she was like, I gotta get my cat, my Misty's in there. I'm like, who is Misty? Is it a child? Is it a? She was like, my cat. I was like, either your cat is in there or she's gone. Because animals do they. They out. They out. Of they the, know how to get out. Because yeah. first of all, they're low, so they can see through all that. Mm-hmm. Man, they either they they out, but Fuck you know, <laughs> I'm like, look, man, you're gonna have to <laughs> let us get in here, put this fire, and then we can try to find it. Come to find out, the damn cat was in the damn front yard. Yeah, chilling, chilling, yeah. right there waiting on. Yeah, that fault she did. Probably. Yeah, I'm like, she right there. She was like, my baby, and he hugging her and all that. I'm like, your cat right there. She unharmed. She had a little, you know, little smoke on her, little, yeah. little darkness, little mm-hmm. char on her. But I mean, she she survived. So. 
So you talked about some of the things you do to cope with, you know, not taking the, the job itself mm-hmm. and, you know, like not taking it home, you know, hanging out with friends, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Do mm-hmm. you go, do you do therapy or anything like um, that? I do do therapy, but I did that before mm-hmm. the job. Um, like sometimes it could be, it used to be once a week. Now it's just every other week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's good to have uh, therapy. Mm-hmm. It's good to hear, like, hey, like, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, because, like I said, I've seen a lot just from my job. And I think, uh, this is getting off subject, sometimes that stuff don't bother me like it'll bother somebody else because I've seen that growing up. Mm. I've seen people get shot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm used to it. And then, like, man, you sound crazy, but it's like if you've seen it, you already know how to, I like. Understand. But it's different, though. Like, now I just... You know, my my uh, therapist would just have, like, general conversations like I'm having with y'all. Mm. It's real laid back. Uh, at first, I was against it because I'm like, man, this person going to be judgmental. But they're not, though. It really helps. Like, I think all men should go to counseling because mm. it helps you think. Uh, you just look at things a different way. Uh, like when the situation happened with that, that little girl, man, I booed again. Mm. <laughs> like, and I, I went to her like that. They let me go home early. That night, I went and talked to her that morning. Mm-hmm. I had to. I had to. And I caused her, look, I got to meet you. She met me at Starbucks. Yeah. Had a full conversation at Starbucks. So, you know, it's, uh, and it's free. Job paid for it. So. Oh, the job paid oh, for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah, benefit yeah, yeah. is crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, nothing is wrong with therapy, counseling, fellas, go to counseling. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm telling you, because people... They frown, they frown upon it, but it's really good, man. I think it's con- conducive to growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you get to a point, a point where you feel like you you don't need it, you can always stop. I mean, nobody. I think everybody be so focused on people judging them, and because I was, I'm like, yeah. man, people don't think I'm crazy. It don't mean you crazy because you go to counseling. Mm-hmm. You know, it don't mean you crazy at all. You just resetting. Mm-hmm. You know, you just changing the way you you do stuff. Yeah. You unlearn everything. So. Yeah, no, nah, absolutely, absolutely, man. I think I think that that we as black men in this generation are in a, like one of the greatest spaces ever because we figuring it out. We got the information in regards to financial literacy. Some mm-hmm. of us not practicing it, and some of mm-hmm. us throwing our lives away. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like we all practicing financial literacy. At least taking the time out to understand it, whether you faking the funk or whether you actively trying to do it. We yeah. all taking the time out to understand it, working for ourselves, doing mm-hmm. for ourselves, creating our own, mm-hmm. and you know carving out our own narrative. Yeah. And I can honestly say that you're you personally are a testament to that. And I think that's important for us as a black pe- as people, period. Mm-hmm. But specifically as black people to highlight that shit. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Chop by T podcast is about a lot of the time. You know, we want to highlight all of the shit that we see our people coming in doing. Mm-hmm. I had a lady on a plane, Denise. Shout out to Denise. And if you're watching right now, shout out to you. Um, she's a white lady, scientist. She said she was looking through the pockets. I was telling mm-hmm. her, she was like, do, "Do you, you know, do you guys only let black people come on?" <laughs> It's like no, nah, we don't mind the whites. <laughs> we don't mind the whites at all. Like and, and you know, I said, but we just we definitely want to always highlight our people. Denise talked. How long was that flight from back from Cali, bro? 
three hours. Three hours. She talked the whole three hours. To really? me, bro. It's three. It's only three hours. It's three hours. Yeah. I thought it would be about six. Nah, nah, so I can't be on the plane that long. I'm sorry. Yeah. She talked to me the whole time. Just in my business. Cool. Yeah. She was. She was pretty cool though. She was pretty cool. I got her number and everything. She got my picture saved in her phone. <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, brother. <laughs> You know, shit like this happened. We sending them text messages and fucking with them and shit. Ain't like look at T. T. Trying to go something. Yeah, stupid. Y'all was on the plane together. Yeah, I know it was wild. It was demo one. Yo, hell, I know y'all were wild, boy. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Nah, she look. He tried to get old. Look at that. She was on me, man. Listen, I'm gonna tell you, people just especially older people they attached to me like they're in their way. Like she was on me and everything. We had a great conversation. He got the Archelis. You know what Archelis is? I don't know what that is. You know, R. Kelly, he like young women. Uh-huh. R. they like young men. Uh-huh. He, got, he got the R. Shelly. R. Shelly. what you call him, an elder welder? Yeah, I used to be an elder welder. Oh, yeah, elder welder. Listen, I ain't fucking that woman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fuck that woman. But I'm going to tell you this. She she was a source of a lot of good information. She was, like, real open to, you know, a lot of the shit that, you know, that was going on. Nutrition and health. That was a, that's what she was, a nutritionist okay. at one time. And she offered up so much great information in regards to nutrition. Some shit that I practice now, actually. I took a lot of notes to her and all of that. And just like, she was like, I'm sorry if I'm talking here. I'm like, no, this is actually a breath of fresh air to have somebody. So just talk to me and tell me something. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just tell me something. And, you know, me not being able to do that as much with my mother now, considering, you know, the Alzheimer's and everything. It's just me being able to get that energy from a woman is so mm-hmm. important to me now. Yeah. And I, I cherish it every moment that I get a chance That's to do it. So, listen, uh, we got off, off topic. But I do want to say that we appreciate you for coming out. What's next up in the future for you? Oh, uh, man, just my biggest thing, bro, is uh, I'm not trying to work my whole life. Yeah. So, you know, I'm trying to get as many properties as I can. That's really what I'll be doing. Mm. So I can go into business for myself. Mm. I want to eventually get to the point where I don't have to work. Yeah. So that's that's my biggest goal. Uh you know, settle down. Um uh, we ain't getting no younger. Yeah. Of course that and uh just man continue to be uh healthy, bro. Yeah. yeah. That's 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 pretty much it for me, man. Just I want that financial uh freedom. Yeah. I just I don't want to work for somebody my whole life, so yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad we thinking that way, cause we we hey, listen. I tell my father, I want to be the richest motherfucker. I want to be filthy rich. I want to be so fucking wealthy and rich and just ridiculously, just everything, just all of that. And motherfuckers be like, people. It's crazy, but people downplay <laughs> you when you say that though. Like when people ask you, like, what do you want to do? Yeah. And you tell them like, I want that financial freedom. I'm I'm gonna make a million. They like, man, shut up. Yeah. But when you do it, they like, bro, teach me. Yeah. <laughs> Teach me how you did it. I used to be on that stupid ass humble shit. Like, uh, shit, I just want to be comfortable, bro. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes motherfuckers even hit you with the bullshit. Like, oh, you want to be rich? Like, I don't want to be. I had a cousin one tell me that they didn't want to be rich. They feel like, y'all you know, becoming that uh, unleashed too many demons. I'm like, that's some shit you got to deal with. I'm perfect. Well, you know, I'd rather have demons rich than broke. Because <laughs> you're going to get them motherfuckers regardless. <laughs> you going to give me some full-time therapy? <laughs> I get my dick suck every day. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. Because that's what matters. That's what matters. <laughs> that's what that money can afford, man. I'm telling you, man. Like, listen. Money can afford head, bro. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. 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 crazy. I just want to be, hey, that's what I tell him. I want to be, what do you want to be? Filthy, fucking rich, ridiculous. Ridiculously rich, and just 
able to to do the things that are important to me. Yeah. You know, like helping my people, yeah. whether it's through education, whether it's through, you know, just community service, mm-hmm. through philanthropy, whatever I'm doing, I just want to, I want to help my people one. I want to raise my kids and be there and be present and be hands on. Yeah. I want to build my body up, build myself up, get in shape, do well by myself. Those are the things that I want to do. What do I want to do in life? That's what I want to do. There's no specific thing I want to be. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is, us as a people, now we got away from what we what we are. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's what I mean. Coming up, like I say coming up, but in the, be- in the beginnings, we were hunter-gatherers. Mm-hmm. Then we transitioned into farmers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But when we got to farmers, we became specialized. Mm-hmm. And because we specialized, in, oh, you're a farmer, so you need somebody who farm. You need somebody that's a doctor. You need somebody that's this, this. And as mm-hmm. so- society progresses and, and, and evolves, oh, we need more specialized. We need police officers now. We need lawyers now. We mm-hmm. need court people now. We need so on and so forth. Like, I want to get back to where they hunt the gather mentality to where I hunt, I gather, but in my leisure time, I can, I can be the thing that I want to be, whether it's a philosopher, whether it's a person who gazes up at the stars, whether it's a person who looks over my tribe or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to get to, back to. But I do understand that with the idle time like that uh, comes more ideas and yeah. creations. Yeah. So I'm just going in the loop right now, but none of this matters. That's deep though. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what you want. Mm. And, hey, get it. I tell hey, whatever you want, get it. Like, you got something, a goal, whatever it is. Like I said, I focus on now. Like, I got goals. Like, I'm not telling somebody not to have goals. That's, mm. that's what you got to have them. But make sure you're giving your now 110% yeah. so you can hit that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, me stressing about my future, what is it doing? All it's doing is causing me to be more anxious, mm-hmm. stressed out, mm-hmm. overthinking. Yeah. No, I ain't got time for that. Straight I focus up. on now. I know that's that future. So everything that I said I want, I'll get. Yeah. But I got to make sure today I'm good. Absolutely. I'm doing what I got to do today to make sure I'm getting, I'm hitting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's all it is, bro. Just focusing on now, man. It sounds crazy. And I never thought like this. But I just came across it. Like, I love podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, like, I listen to y'all stuff. I, I look at y'all stuff. I follow this other lady, too. I follow one of my, one of my, uh, he he was a Sigma, but he not no more. But uh, <laughs> different story. That's still mm-hmm. my dog, though. Uh, but I listen to his, uh, his podcast, you know, uh, just, and I end up coming across that law, that law of detachment. I'm like, bro, this sound, sound like what I'm going through. Yeah. It sound like what I'm going through right now, so. Yeah, yeah, nah, it's definitely important, man. It's definitely important. But again, man, we're glad to have you on. Oh, yeah. Sounds sure. like we got somebody knocking the door. You hear that? I'm out there. Yeah, somebody knocking. Okay, because sometimes I hear shit. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, it's good to have you on. We're glad to have you on, man. Uh, this is the Chop by T podcast where we get real, raw, authentic conversations. Until next time.